Okay, so Caitlin, uh, there is one bonus thing you get to do uh, every episode. Mm-hmm. Every episode, I start the show by saying "start the party," Dan, and you get to decide how I say it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's a so lot of like an, like an accent or a character or and this a is mood. the first one of twenty twenty two. So yeah, so <gasps> big big wow. mood. Yeah. yeah, lots of pressure. Start the po- okay. Um, how about? You say it as though you were Paddington Bear. Oh, oh. does okay. he have an English accent? He's British, right? Yes. Yeah. I've, Who I've, voices I've, him in the movies? It's, it's Benedict Cumberbatch? No, it's no. Uh, Ben Wishaw. <laughs> oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Fuck. Okay. So he's, a very seen... gentle, he's a very gentle, polite British Okay, bear. I haven't seen yeah. Paddington Bear, so oh, should I get it? It seems like a John movie. I've heard I they're very pleasant. Everyone they're says so they're fun. great movies. Yeah. I, got, I got to watch them. This might actually get me to watch it. Okay, let me see if I can get a... <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to see if I can get a... Just get like a too quote. Much, if this is no, no, too no, difficult... No. This is, no, 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 no. This we is got, easy compared to some of the ones John has oh, had yeah, to do no, in I gotta the past. Get this, so. I got to get this right. Okay, Paddington Bear trailer. Are you going to listen to what he sounds like, or are you just going to read one of his quotes to get the general vibe? I'll play it for everybody just to see. All right. Very soft-spoken, I think. Is it playing? This is the trailer. Oh, what's this? This is London. It's That's not him. Aunt Lucy always dreamed of coming to London. That's him, I think, right? Mm-hmm. That's got to be him, yeah. That's him. Yeah. It would be like she were finally here. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got it. Okay. I, I think I got the vibe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. <clears throat> Start the party, Dan. Oh, no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. And for me, that's all I need. What I live for is the air that I breathe. Because I'm rude of me, and I'm not sorry. Welcome, everybody, to the block party. That's pretty good. Was that good? That wasn't bad. Perfect. Yeah. I think that was pretty <laughs> Caitlin good. Caitlin seems yeah. wildly unimpressed with me. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I did the best I could. Uh, I'll, I, but I do, I do need to watch the Paddingtons. I know everyone says how great they are. So that'll you be, absolutely do. that'll be my new, yeah, it does, and I, it is shocking. I haven't watched them because I'm a big, I'm a big animated movie guy. That's about all I watch. Yeah. So. I mean, it's not really animated. I guess no, the bear is animated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you hello, can still friends. Watch it. Well, yeah. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Block Party. This is episode number 163. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And we have a wonderful guest with us this week. Uh, she is one of the co hosts of the Bechtel cast. She's also a writer. Caitlin Durante is here. Hi, Caitlin. Hello. Thanks for having Hi, Caitlin. me. Thanks for being here. It seems kind of wild that we haven't had you on the show before now. Um, How dare dare you <laughs> i know i know i feel like uh well you sort of created an opportunity because you were you were tweeting about building a lego titanic yes i sure was <laughs> <laughs> and then uh we started talking and then i was like oh yeah just do, you should also do my podcast and then you're like okay i'd love to and now and here now i am and we made it, it happen uh, yeah we did it i'll say i'll say this as well this is a good start to the year because um the the email that john sends out uh to all of our guests 
Why? Is well, no, no. I'm not. I'm not going to roast you about it. This this is a new year, new me. I'm not going to roast you about it. But it is. It is a little contentious. Some people find it a bit much. You know, some people are like, I mean, I'll just figure this out as I go along. But you complimented John on on the very thorough email that he sent out. So I think that's a that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. I'm the same way. People people just need to calm down about <laughs> like I I like to be thorough. I like to be mm-hmm. detailed because otherwise people have a million questions and it's like I can save us all time if I just lay out everything very specifically. Thank you. So I appreciate that. Thank you. I, and I should have known that someone who would build the Lego Titanic would love my email. It mm-hmm. seems like that, that Venn diagram is just a circle. I think. Just one circle. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I was looking into, I was talking about Lego on the show. When, when was that, Stefan? When were we talking about Lego? Was that on the Enemies show or was it the one before that? Oh my God. I don't know. Yeah. It was like a week ago. So yeah. I think it so was, we were talking uh, about, I was, I've never, I never got into Lego as a kid. I was never a big Lego guy. And, um, but then I was like, maybe as an adult, I would like it. And then I was exchanging texts with a friend of the show, Ryan Lambert, and he, and we were talking about different Lego sets and we brought up the Lego Titanic. And I was mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, maybe I could get, that looks like something I could get into. Cause it's, it's like what, like 10,000 pieces or something nearly it's a little over 9,000. Oh my God. That's mm-hmm. wild. And mm-hmm. it's it's expensive. It's I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat around the bush here. It is six hundred and thirty dollars. So that is I mean, that's a big commitment. Like, did you are have you been a Lego person for a long time and you knew you would like it? I know you said in your tweet you're a Titanic person. Was that more the draw? Mm-hmm. That was more the draw, honestly. However, I did love Lego as a child, but I haven't put together I meant like assembled Lego. In probably 25 years. Um, but I was like, I used to love this. And I, I bet as an adult, I'd be even better at it now. Uh, and it turns out that's true. When you're a child, <laughs> it, uh, I discovered you don't really follow directions or like notice things. So as you're like going through the instruction booklets uh, as a kid, I was like, uh, I'm just going to sort of guess at this, right? But um, when you're an adult and you're like, oh, I can, you know, read uh, how this is done properly. Uh, turns out building Lego is uh, pretty easy. I feel like I had zero like Lego instruction depth perception as a kid. Um, I, I, didn't, yeah, I wasn't that too. big into Lego, but like I had a few of like the little boxes where it's like you build like a car or, you know, whatever it was. Sure. And I would always have so much trouble. There'd be like an arrow and we kind of pointing somewhere and I'd be like, is that like, is that like the front of the thing? Is that the, is that the back? Like what's mm-hmm. going on? And I would just always like, it's, I mean, it's the same thing with like Ikea, I guess, to a lesser extent, but um, yeah, I feel uh-huh. like, I feel like I'd be better at Lego now too, but let me show you guys something that I got um, so I got, uh, uh, my, my partner, Irene, um, and this is kind of a present for like the both of us. I was like, it would be fun to like have like an activity like this to do together. And it's like this little model, um, like ice cream shop. Oh, and nice. It's very adorable. It's very cute. And I was like, oh, this will be like very easy to do. Um, <laughs> It's like the most complicated thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> is it like a model like you got to glue shit and stuff? Yeah. Oh. And you have to like paint stuff. No and like, way. So like just to give you an example of like just the instructions. Oh, no thanks. Oh, that's too this much. Is, this is just for two little parts inside of it. Like this oh is for like a shelf God. inside the, the shop. And like, 
I mean, what that's, are we doing here? This is for like a stool shit. and like a chair. This you is crazy. Like, you have to like cut them out individually. So it's it's one of those things where, and I thought it might be on this level a little bit, um, where you have to buy like separate tools for it. Right. So I have to get one of those little like uh, modeling like knives or whatever. Oh, God. Um, a pair oh of like pliers. Because uh, my idea was like, oh, this will be like a nice like Sunday afternoon activity. See, to me, it doesn't sound take a like year, that at all. This sounds to me like, hey, babe, guess what I got you for Christmas? A fight. Let me, well, let me just read. <laughs> I got read you some a fight for Christmas. We're just going to yell at each other the entire time. That's what, that's what would happen okay. with me. So, I wouldn't be so able the, to do it. So this is for the LED light section of this. I didn't, there's, a, there's an electronic section. Oh, there's an electronics boy. component. Uh, step one, cut off the light pin as shown. Step two, remove 12 millimeters of rubber off wire in both ends and wind them separately on the light. Notice the anode and the cathode. Oh, I'm noticing them. I don't know which one is which, but I'm noticing <laughs> what? them. Step you have to three, be like test- an electrical engineer to yeah, do this? this fucked. <laughs> test if the light works properly with the cell. Don't mix up the electrodes. Okay, well, I again, you're not really showing me how to I like that it even tells you in the up. directions. Don't fuck it up, moron. Oh, this is great. Cut the heat shrink tube as shown and put onto wires. Heat tubes to shrink. I have to heat some tubes for this. This is Ooh. an ice cream shop. There shouldn't be any heat involved. Cut off the most raised part of the plate-shaped lampshade and trim the rest part as shown. Glue as shown. Okay, this is not happening. Here, I think, I think I you should just throw that this. away. Go out, get yourself a Lego Titanic. It's only yeah. six hundred and thirty. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I think I might. This was like this was like fifty dollars at like a little like stationery shop at the mall, mm. like a very cute little stationery shop. And I was mm. like, oh, this is adorable. This is such a cute little activity we could do together. And I mean, it is just yeah. My prediction is you, life. you never do it. That's my prediction well, is that look, you're not I, actually ever going to do it. I think we're going to try and do it. I think. I mean, there is there is just no chance it's going to look like this. This looks this looks so nice. You have to paint it to look like this. You have to paint all of this. What is this? This is insane. So yeah, I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna get back into Lego maybe instead. I think you're right, Caitlin. That might be the way to go. There's no painting involved. There's no electricity. <laughs> You don't have yeah. to buy separate tools. Okay. Yeah. You didn't, to, you didn't have to figure out the difference between the anode and the cathode. When you <laughs> I were haven't the figured it out. I don't together. know what the difference is. That's the problem. Oh my God. I, I mean, just, for me and, and Caitlin, you sort of brought this up. I would worry my main worry. And part of the reason why I tweeted at you about how long it took you mm-hmm. is that I feel like it would be kind of easy. Like that would be my main worry is like, I'd spend like, $300 on this Lego set and then I would put it together in like an hour and I'd be like okay well great that was fun. I think they're more complicated though right like the the more adult like Lego sets like the Eiffel Tower and like you know they're the, very intricate the it, yeah. it, I mean I invested 15 to 20 hours in Titanic and I was really like racing through because I kept doing um, like time lapse videos for my social media what Whoa. And um, so I was like, I wanted to make sure I wasn't just like kind of, I, I you know, I wasn't fucking around here. I was like, <laughs> the people, they they got to see, you know, I don't know. Anyway. You uh, wanted people to watch it and be like, Caitlin is really good at this. She's so good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I was barreling through the assembly. If I had like, you know, if you're doing it with people and if it's more of like a social activity, it, I could easily. But also, I thought it was going to take like weeks and weeks. I thought I was going right. to. I thought this was going to be like a lifelong investment of time, just like I'm like 40 years old and still kind of like. <laughs> 
putting the finishing touches on. But no, it was like, um, yeah, somewhere between 15, 20 hours. That's, well, actually, that's, that's reasonable. Yeah. Like that yeah. seems like a good amount of time. I feel like if I do a sped up time-lapse video of the ice cream shop, it's going to be like a 16 hour video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking just to give you another example. This is so, okay. Part of it is a, just an empty room. Cause you had to leave the house to go get more supplies. So you can, I mean, it's kind of blurry, but you can see it. There's a little potted plant there. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh-huh. it's probably, it's probably about this big. I would say, uh, would you like to guess how many pieces there are of the potted plant? 47. Uh, I'll say six. It's 24. So 24. Right middle, <laughs> and yeah. you, there, wow. it looks, you were like, it was like a centimeter high. Like that's it's how tiny. small it. Yeah. yeah. And you have to like, so it gives you like a little tiny little 50 by 30 millimeter green piece of paper. And you have to cut that up to make <laughs> it look like, like leaves. And then like spin it around this like little metal, like rod or something. That's like the, the stamen. I mean, what? <sighs> I don't Can know I ask how much this kit cost? It was you. fifty dollars Canadian. Fifty dollars Canadian. Yeah, mm. yeah. So that's like thirty-eight dollars US. Honestly, I just save it for a white elephant gift for <laughs> yeah. like Christmas next year. For someone that I, I just hate. get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because yeah. it does look cute in the box, right? So if you gifted it to someone, they'd be like, "Oh, I know, it so, looks so nice." You you could honestly just display the box. Shop. Just it's display so the cute. box. Yeah. The box itself looks very nice. It's got nice little decorations yeah, on it's it. Got, it's it's kind of like a seafoam green. Yeah, it's very cute. But and I mean, I would love to make this, but it's just like I'm looking at it. <laughs> like literally everything you see in it, you have to build by hand. It, there's a magazine rack and you have to build the magazines individually. What? There's like six magazines on <laughs> that. No, and, and it's like this big. <sighs> Did you, okay. Was there any indication on the box that, that it was it complicated? Was, yeah. Cause I would feel like models, you know, you'd have like levels. Cause when I think of models, I think of the typical, you know, you have your model airplanes, your model yeah. cars, you know, and I feel like they, and probably, this is probably similar to the Lego. There's probably mm-hmm. like, they have like a level, right. Where it'd be like, yes. Oh, this is a three star car. This is so you, maybe you've put together a couple of the easy cars and now you're putting together the medium car. Was there any indication on the box so, that this would be a very difficult model it's a, so it says diy on it there's a little diy symbol some scissors and i was like well that makes sense that's what i'm getting yeah. it for there's yeah. an led symbol but i was like well it's just going to be like a little battery pad like i'm not gonna have to set up the light itself like that's just right. going to be done for me and it says ages 14 and up um and it it's you know it looks pretty straightforward for the most part my my thought process was that all the little pieces in it would be already pre-assembled and the most i would have to do would be like put a little sticker on them or something mm-hmm. right and it's just, I mean, it, it's just absolute, I'm just in hell. I don't know. <sighs> I really do want to try it, but it's just, because then the other thing is like, it's going to take so long to do and it's just going to be sitting on our like kitchen table, like teasing us, right? It's it's going to, it's, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to, I am going to try it. I think I am going to try building it, but. I would love to see that. So God. if you want to provide <laughs> some is, sort really of cute. live it stream, really so cute, but I would love to just watch you try and do this. <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll do it. Maybe I'll do a live stream of it. Yeah, but John, do you have any? Uh, you 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 weren't a Lego guy. Are you considering getting into it now, though? Well, maybe. I mean, yeah. it does. I I I maybe this is foolish, but I was like looking at because Lego has their own. It's there's like a Lego for adults part of the Lego website, mm-hmm. 
And the Titanic one was sort of the only one that looked interesting because of what I said before. It felt like a lot of them just weren't enough pieces. I felt like I'd spend $100 or $200 on a thing and I'd put it together in an hour. And that's not interesting to me. The other thing that is worrisome, and I think that this is, I would love to hear what you're going to do with it, Caitlin, because the the Titanic thing is fucking huge. (laughs) I mean, it's fun to put it together, but it's like the same with any of the Lego. It's like, ooh, I put together the Lego Taj Mahal. Okay, well, what? And what am I going to do with that? Now, Put it what? on my coffee right. table? Like it's not the Titanic. I believe it said on the website is like one two hundredth the size of the actual Titanic or something. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> also, that can't be. That can't be right. That it can't be right. right. <laughs> it's oh, maybe that's just the scale. It's not the actual size, but that's like how they. I don't know. I yeah. swear I saw that. Okay, let me look it up while you talk uh, ti- about it. The Titanic is famously. Very large. <laughs> yeah, we use Titanic as yeah. an adjective for big. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, it is, I think, like four and a half feet long. It's like nearly as tall as me. Like if I lie down next to oh it, which God. I have, it is not that much shorter <laughs> than me. Which I have. <laughs> so, yeah, it, this is what it says. It says right here on the Lego Creator uh, Expert website. It says uh, that it is, oh, my God. 9,090 pieces, mm-hmm. and it does say that it is a 1 to 200 scale model of the Titanic. Wow. I don't oh really God. know what that means, but... I don't either. I mean, <laughs> some, people are going to be so mad at what we're talking about. Like, to me, that means it's 1 to 100 the size of the actual boat, but that can't be right at all. No. No. Well, how, big, how big was not. the actual Titanic? Let's let's figure this out here. Let's do a little bit of math. <laughs> the, the according the two, to the movie, it was the at the time largest man-made moving object in the world in 1912. Okay, well, so, so sounds pretty big. You know, okay, so wait a second. Okay, so, so you, the, you said the Titanic you said it's about is four and a half feet long, right? The Titanic is 269 meters long. Yes. So, in, which in feet? Is let me just uh, easily. Do oh, the math you don't here. have to convert it for me, a silly American. <laughs> no, this is for us. I don't use okay. meters. <laughs> uh, eight hundred eighty-three feet, right? And you said it was. You said it was like four and a half feet. So it is actually. It, that's it is. right. It's that's one actually two hundred. <laughs> just the length, though. I think maybe we just were the thinking. Length. I think we were maybe thinking about the size. No, but it could also be the right. I mean, <clears throat> realistically, yeah. right? I'm it not, just yeah. yeah. It says, huh. this is this is the exact description. Uh, Since the Titanic set sail on its fateful maiden journey in 1912, the famous ship has captured imaginations across the world. Now you can pay tribute to it with this colossal Lego Titanic. It's a, this one to 200 scale model is designed in three sections, faithfully recreating the features of the Titanic. The cross section reveals interior details like the first class dining room, the grand staircase, one of the boiler rooms, and many cabins from the different passenger classes. Bring the story of the Titanic to life by recreating details such as the ship's bridge, blah, blah, blah. This model is one of the largest Lego models ever at over 53 inches long. <clears throat> so it's almost, okay. so yeah, so there's 12 inches almost, in a foot. So it's oh, yeah, four yeah. and a half feet almost exactly. <laughs> oh my God. I think so, the yeah. craziest one I've seen is like, there's like a Millennium Falcon one. That's like yeah. 20,000 pieces or something. Um, yeah, some of the Star the- Wars ones are really huge and intricate. Yeah, this one is, I gotta, I mean, I, I do want to get into Lego, but I think maybe I have to like 
take like it's a baby also, step first. It's, a, it's an investment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Get one of the ones that's more manageable. Maybe not like nearly 10,000 pieces. Yeah. I like also, that it even has a little section here. It's like how to display a massive Lego set. <laughs> also, that goes back to your question, John. Like, what am I going to do with it? Where am I going to put yeah. it? And I have no idea. <laughs> Like I, it's just like sitting in the floor of my apartment right now because I don't have a place to display it. Right. My plan maybe is to mount my TV and then put the Titanic on my TV stand. Okay. Oh, my yeah. TV currently is, but I don't know how to fucking mount a TV, and I'm well, not gonna do. Look, I don't Caitlin, have... <laughs> I'll, I'll send you this link about how to display okay. a massive Lego set, and then Thank you it so can. Much. You're welcome. <clears throat> So it says, wow. oh, so this is like, it's like a blog post where they, they're actually showing off how different people have displayed it. Huh. Okay. Okay. Is okay, it like, this is this, I mean, this is <laughs> fucked up. So th- this one shows that someone mounting the Titanic, like up against a sort of window, there's like an alcove below the window. I'll send you guys the article here and then you can see, Okay, uh, but they, it's like, come on, no one has this in life. It's, it's about halfway down the article. It's like, match your style. Both Mark and Timothy recommend aligning your sets with the style in the room. If a room in your home is fairly minimalist, oh the Titanic okay. set might not work as well as some sleeker sets with cleaner lines. Instead, put it in a space where its traditional grandeur can shine through. And then the picture they've shown looks like a it's maritime like, museum or something. It's like this beautiful <laughs> alcove next to yeah. a window. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm. I live in a, most people are like, I live in a studio apartment. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, put it in the, put it in the room in your home where the grandeur of the set and they can have really like the, shine, the glass, shine through. The like, glass museum, like the lit up glass museum cases as well. Like, yeah, well, I mean, that that's just a whole feels like thing. they're trying to sell you a thing. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, I, I, I do think I, I could see myself getting into like some of the smaller Lego things, but I am, I am planning on making a, a nice purchase today of uh, of some new bed sheets, um, which I'm, I'm very excited for. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I've, I've been trying to figure out the whole like uh, thread count thing. It's better mm. to have more threads, right? Uh huh. Yeah. That's the idea. And okay, and this kind of goes back to us figuring out like the the scale thing. When they say it's like a thousand threads, that seems like too few threads. Are the threads just really long? A thousand's a lot. Is it? Yeah. It doesn't seem like that many. Threads are so small usually, right? Are they just very long threads? <laughs> I don't know how this how it works. I just know yes. that, yeah, higher the thread count, the what, a thousand so, softer is, or finer the sheet. A yes. thousand's really good. A thousand's right? high. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But again, that sounds like very few threads to me, right? Yeah, but I feel you're like thinking a thousand of it threads like in my a little, shirt. It's like it's, it's it is a long. Thread. It's a very long thread. Is yes. What you're yes. Okay. Well, that I guess that makes sense. <laughs> that's one of those things that I was I was too afraid to. That's ever how they ask make. That's how about. they make sheets, Stefan. They take little one inch pieces of thread. They throw them all in a vat, and then uh, yeah, that's kind of what I thought. But uh, okay. <laughs> But even but even a thousand like long threads doesn't seem like that many threads to me, right? Am I wrong here? I guess I am. Yeah, you're wrong. Literally wrong here. Yeah, okay. it's a lot. Well, yeah. All right. I don't know. Well, I, don't, I just know that I feel like folding a fitted sheet may be harder yep. than building a ten thousand piece Lego set. Yeah, that's getting crumpled uh, in my apartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't really I don't really have a fold style for that. It's kind of just sort of. I just wad it into a ball. Yeah. 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 Ball it up, throw it in <laughs> it, the closet. That works. Yeah. 
<laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter. No, uh, absolutely. Did you guys have good New Year's? Would it, we haven't? This is our our first episode of twenty twenty two. For Becca and I didn't do anything because Canada is weird uh, still. We're not yeah, we home. went to um, Irene's mom's house and had a nice dinner, and then uh, we watched Raising Arizona. And Ooh, nice. Very good movie. Is that the uh, uh, is that a Nicolas Cage one? Yes, mm-hmm. and John Goodman. And Arizona and, and is the name of the Holly baby. Hunter. Yeah, but they are also in Arizona. Got it. Um, very very funny movie. Uh, and then we watched uh, on tape delay the CNN New Year's thing where they're just like everyone's just like super wasted. Mm. Um, and yeah, and it was also because it was on like tape delay for the West Coast. It was off by like twenty seconds. Hmm. Um, so oh, I like, like looked ca- at my phone. Yeah, I looked at my phone and it was like midnight. And then it was, you know, there were like 15 seconds oh, yeah. left on, no, I, on CNN. Same thing. Is that the one? Wait, which is the one? I saw Miley Cyrus and then her shirt fell off and then she had to put I, a blazer on. I think that's the CNN one. Yeah. And okay. Katy Perry was on. No, that, was, no, that was their oh. own one. That was Miley Cyrus. And oh, Pete was that Davidson's like a Dick Clark one? Or, oh, okay. New Year's uh-huh. Eve thing. I think that was just a separate thing. Okay. I'm, pr- I'm yeah. pretty the, sure. I'm pretty sure that wasn't the CNN. This one well, was, was Anderson Cooper too, and Andy Cohen. Yeah, I mean, I guess we get all the the tape delay. Like, like if we want to watch a live one on the West Coast, we have to watch like local news. Mm-hmm. We don't get to to watch the East Coast ones. But Caitlin, what did you do for New Year's? I had a small gathering with a few friends and we just sat around, chatted, and then uh like a few moments after midnight, we started karaoke. And uh, I, with Jamie Loftus, my co-host for the Bechtelcast, we obviously, speaking of Titanic, sung My Heart Will Go On. That was like one of the very first things I did in 2022. Wow. Like in front of the the Lego model? It was not at my house. So unfortunately. And you didn't bring it with you, obviously. I have been bringing it, just carting it with me everywhere I go, but I I left it behind this time. I was like, look, I'm going to have a couple of drinks. I don't want, I want to be safe. I don't want to yeah. drop this. Yeah. Normally you bring it grocery shopping and put it in the cart where the kid normally would go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah this, Johnny, is my, you, uh, this is my baby. You did absolutely nothing, right? I did nothing. Yeah, yeah. I did. Becca and I stayed in. I saw I was supposed to do a show mm-hmm. um, and that felt, um, that felt like the wrong idea. Um, so it was just weird. It was like, I had sort of agreed to it like three weeks ago, like almost before, uh, Omi was was wreaking havoc uh, when I agreed to do the show. So I was sort of like, uh, as this shit started to get more wild, I was like, should I even do it? I don't know. It seems kind of weird. And then it was like they started putting out posters and my face was on the poster. And, I, and I'm like, ah, oh, f- God damn it. Like, I'm do- I guess I got to do this thing, you know? Yeah. And then there was supposed to be <clears throat> an early show and a late show. They canceled the late show. And the guy who was supposed to headline the late show is like a very, um, he's a, he's like a grinder comedian. Like he'll just, he loves to do shows. He'll take any show. And he's also a comedian for a living. I'm not, I mean, I make money off of comedy, but it's not my living. So I was like, this guy could probably use the money and he'd probably rather do the show. So I just said to the people organizing the show, I'm like, if he wants to do, if he wants to take my spot and do the show, he can. And then he was like, hell yeah, I want to do it. And I was like, great. I would love to stay home and do nothing. So that's what I did. So yeah, we, uh, we played some board games. We watched road trip. Um, oh, wow. 
Yeah. Okay. And uh, that was about it. We didn't even mi- we missed midnight. Oh, we watched past guest Beth Stelling's uh, HBO special because I hadn't seen it yet. Very nice. Good. Very funny. Yes. Love very her. Good. She's the best. Yep. Um, and that's about it. Yeah. So it was it was good. Um, road trip was pretty crazy. I haven't seen it in a while. I, I forgot how much nudity is in it. Like it's a lot. And for I- like no reason whatsoever. Was that the one where uh, with with Scotty doesn't know, or is that Euro? No, trip? that's Euro Trip. Is Scotty doesn't okay. know? Yeah. All right. I, that's Road Trip is the one with Tom Green. Yeah, it's Tom Green, Brecken Meyer, uh, uh, Sean wow. Sean William Scott. Wow. Um, and what then obviously cat. DJ what, what DJ Qualls. Also. Yeah, it is. <laughs> DJ, DJ Qualls is in it. Yeah, he, that was his like breakout role. Was was oh. in Road oh, Trip. Oh right, and then he did the new guy. Right, the new that guy. Was, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was. They okay. were like DJ Qualls is a star, and then they did the new guy, and then they're like, No, he's not. Let's pump the brakes on this a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. we got we oh to dial it back. That's but like it, a very specific era of of movies. Yeah, like, so in pandemic, that's what Becca and I have been wa- going back and rewatching all of those because some like of them teen, she didn't teen sex comedies, basically. Yeah, because she yeah. was born in 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 ninety one, so she <laughs> didn't. You know, some of them she hasn't seen. Like she had never seen Road Trip. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, well, we got to watch it, you know. But but yeah, wow. there's like one part of it where so the the conceit of the story is that Tom Green is giving a tour of the university. And the tour is going very poorly and everybody's mad at him. So he decides to like spice up the tour by telling the story of like the oh, road trip story or a, whatever. Hey, you know, that's a pretty good framing device for a teen it sex is. comedy. Absolutely. And then, so there's like one part where, uh, part of the exposition is that Amy smart who plays the girl. So for those of you who've never seen it or you don't remember, Brecken Meyer has like a longtime girlfriend and they're going to separate universities and they've been together since they were like in high school, like the start of high school. And then he has sex with Amy smart and videotapes it. And he had made a videotape to send to his girlfriend, like a nice right. videotaping like, Oh, I miss you. I love you. And he like wrote her a song and he's like singing it on the videotape. And then of course the wrong videotape gets sent to her so they go on a road trip from his university to her university to try to intercept the tape before mm. she sees it. And that's the conceit of the whole thing. Now, Breckenmeyer and Amy Smart, I feel like in uh, Rat Race, weren't they also sort of yes. like a thing in that too? Uh, well, oh. I don't I don't know if Amy Smart is in Rat Race. Breckenmeyer is Breck for sure. I, th- is. I thought Amy Smart was in Rat Race. I don't is she remember. not in Rat Race? I need we to, did, I need to we confirm did, this. We watched Rat Race also. And, and <laughs> that was one of the 90s movies we watched. That's a great movie. It is. Um, yeah. But so there's one scene where they're advancing the exposition by having Amy Smart talk to her girlfriends about um, about the like, you know, what's going on. Because Breckenmeyer just leaves. And then she's like, I don't know. I really like him. But he seems like he's I found out he has a girlfriend. It's fucking weird. And she's taught she's having this conversation in the showers and everyone's just fully naked. Oh There's God. like multiple, like full frontal, like it's crazy. And then the framing is that <clears throat> because it's Tom Green telling the story, like it, it, it snaps back to reality. And someone on the tour is like, girls don't just stand around naked and talk to each other. And he's like, this is <laughs> this is my version of the story. OK, but right. that's the only reason. Sorry, I'm getting a frog in my throat, but that's the only reason why this is i was like holy shit they just really 
went for it. You see like full frontal of like five women for almost no reason. It's very bizarre. Yeah, it's just 2002, I guess, right? So. It was 2000, a simpler time, I guess. Oh, so, or, Pre-9-11, right? So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it usually, was, uh, it's pretty uh, odd for women to be overly sexualized in movies. So <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> so true. So true. You know, it's like you, there, you, you, you couldn't even make a podcast about that. Even you, if you, you wanted yeah. to, you couldn't. Yeah. There There's just be not enough, enough material. material to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so yeah, it was a bit, uh, it was a bit strange. I don't think it would, I don't think it would pass the Bechdel test. I'll, I'll, I'll just say that. Most movies don't. So yeah. Yeah. But so John, you're going to go from road trip to Paddington. Is, yeah, is the maybe next, I need yeah. to like, uh, you know, oh, well, here, do you want to hear that this week, Becca and I have a running list of movies we need to watch. Okay. Do you want to hear what, what's, yeah. what's on the and list so far? Caitlin, you've seen both, I assume. I've heard Paddington 2 is actually even better. It is even better. Wow. It's true. Okay. All right. John, here we go. Here we go. These are the movies we still need to watch. So we've already watched a bunch of them. Okay. We've watched all the American Pies, She's All That, all, Can't Hardly Wait, all yep. of those. These are the ones we still have on the list. The Rocker, uh, Brick. Oh, that's with um, Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brick, uh, Josie and the Pussycats. <gasps> oh, okay, one of the best. A classic. That's what people are saying. Uh, this great is soundtrack. Real early '90s singles. Um, mm-hmm. Detroit Rock City. Okay. Spice World. Yeah, oh, you just you got to do it. One. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Swingers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, Varsity Blues and Go. Those are the ones we have on the list still. Wow. Hey. So we'll probably, watch one, we'll probably watch one of those tonight. Wow. Or Paddington. Inter- yeah, or Paddington. Yeah. I mean, I mean you knows? gotta make it a priority. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> I've uh, like, what is so, I just, what is so good about it? It's just like charming is, is, is that's all I've heard is just, it's the most charming movie of all time. They're is very charming and heartwarming in a, in a, time where like i don't know i'm a very cynical person um but it's nice to be reminded that not everyone is so they're very <laughs> they're just very earnest uh mm-hmm. in a way that i appreciate not necessarily can't really relate to but appreciate um, but not like a corny or like treacly level of like exactly earnestness um, yeah. on top of that they're just they're really well-crafted stories so like from a screenwriting point of view they're just like really well uh, made as far as just like narrative and, and theme and characterization. There's also they're also just like beautiful to look at. The production design is really nice. The cinematography is really well done. So just like kind of across the board, uh, they're just very well made, earnest, endearing movies. I think I'm gonna watch one tonight. Actually, I Please think do. I think I've been convinced. Yeah, I think we funny. could all. We could all yeah. use a little bit of that in our lives right now, right? Honestly, you know yeah. that's what people are always saying. Is Hugh saying. Grant in it as well, or is it Colin Firth, or is it both? Hugh Grant is in the second one. Colin okay. Firth was it was originally supposed to voice Paddington, um, oh. but then he got recast, and then Ben Wishaw voices Paddington. Okay, excellent. And okay, yeah. And they're who's saying like the, who's the villain? Go ahead, John. No, while well, they were saying Paddington three. I'll be voicing Paddington. Yeah. I mean, you know, people are going to hear my performance. Yeah. My four, (laughs) my four word performance there. People are like, yeah. Is, is there like a villain or is it kind of like a bear versus himself sort of thing? Wow. Good question. (laughs) Um, it is a bear versus a bear versus man. The classic 
yeah. storytelling convention um, in both movies. So Hugh Grant is the villain in the second one. Nicole Kidman is the villain in the first movie. Wow. Um, but the, the, the movies are also like allegorical for like important social issues. Oh, they're, they're perfect. So it's really wow. like a bear versus society as well. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. I'm on board. I'm going to, I'm going to watch Paddington tonight. That'll be the first movie I watch in, uh, in 2022. Oh, that's do. big. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll, maybe, yeah, we'll see. It's a good maybe way to I'll set the that. tone for the year. I think. Well, last night we, Becca and I were going to watch, uh, the rocker, but then it was on Disney plus, which I canceled my subscription of. Uh, so instead, we watched the thing about the torso killer. So that was the first thing I watched in 2022. <laughs> so it was a real, uh, you know, it was a real flip flop. Oh, my God. So uh, we'll see if that sets the tone for the rest of my year. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it will. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say, like, I know we're not quite there yet, but, but I'm so excited for my first social media update of, of the year for 2022. I think okay. it's the stupidest thing I've ever brought up on, on the show, potentially. It, it is so it is just so stupid. Yeah, we'll and be I'm there so short. We're going to be exists. there actually pretty pretty shortly here. I just, yeah. Caitlin, I want to give you the last word here. I know that you are very much into Titanic, and we're talking about movies. Is your is your love of it because of the movie Titanic, or were you like just a kid that was like, oh, that sinking really was crazy? Fucking boat, It was a hundred percent the movie. Okay. Um, so when people when I talk about my love for titanic i'm specifically referring to the movie but i think some people assume that i'm just like the historical event or like the ship itself i'm just like i don't really know that much about it. i really only know what you learn from the movie and <laughs> believe it or not not all of it is factually accurate do you know what? That there was <laughs> do you know that jack dawson and rose were not actual passengers no um, <laughs> what no Next, you're going to tell me Celine Dion wasn't even on it. <laughs> uh, and she wasn't in How I Feel So Deceived. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I love the movie. Uh, I saw it for the first time in a drive-in movie theater when it came out in 97. I guess it was probably 98 at that point. But uh, I, there was an, an entire summer where I watched it every day, twice a day. Whoa. Uh, I think that was like the summer of 98. Uh, and you know what? It just that is not a short movie either. That's impressive. That was on two VHSs. <clears throat> yeah. It was. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. The now famous just, uh, double VHS. One last question been about the... the bow and the stern, like tape one, tape <laughs> yeah. two. Wow. Missed opportunity. I agree. D- does the Lego model come with little Lego figurines? It doesn't, and that is kind of the one drawback to Lego Titanic is that it's not built to scale for Lego people. Right, because so, it's more realistic, so it's not the little yellow Lego people aren't gonna. <laughs> I think right. that's yeah. where they draw the line. Like that's what makes it Lego for adults. Because you can't like, put oh, the, little, the, little, the little people. Yeah. yeah, the little people are for children. Those are for kids. Yeah, Lego like, is not necessarily for kids, but the little the little guys that those are ki- kids. Yeah, but I like them yeah. as an adult, so I want my li- I want like a little like Lego Jack and Rose and Billy Zane. Yeah, Lego Billy Zane. Yeah, <gasps> I know, oh right. The, and a Lego captain feels kind of big too, because mm-hmm. then you can have the captain go visit the boiler room. Oh, what's going on down here? You know things, like, <laughs> things exactly. like that. The uh, you you build little lifeboats to put on the deck, and they're certainly not enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the le- the little Lego lifeboats are about the same size as a Lego person, 
like one Lego person. So oh, like wow. that's the scale we're dealing right. with. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Damn. Okay. That and is... can so I mean I've just seen the picture of it. It's just the outside. Like are you building the is it just hollow or are you building all the rooms and stuff? You're building some of the interior. So the ship okay. comes apart. It's like actually three sections that right. you like that will hold together, but you like pull out a little peg and then you can kind of separate sections and you can see like, you can do like a cross little section. rooms. Yeah. On the, okay. in the interior. It's pretty cool. Wow. Okay. So Stefan yeah. clearly tuned out when I read that exact thing off of the Lego <laughs> website, like I'm 20 sorry. minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. That's but literally now, exactly. I now, said that. <laughs> all I'm thinking of now is, is that, do you guys ever have the, the cross section like book? Growing up where it does like the cross section of like the medieval castles and stuff. And yes. Like, I loved those. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Incredible. The, the, the eyewitness books. No, that was a separate thing, but the eyewitness oh, okay. books were very good too. Those are very yeah. good. I and like the, the cross section books. Too. I mean, we're just remembering childhood oh, man, books. Like yeah, just let's remember stuff. Magic I eye books. Magic eye. You know wow. what? I could, I never, ever was able to do a magic eye ever. I've never mm. done a magic eye properly in my life. I can't do it. We'll have to get one. Is that embarrassing? Well, maybe now that you're an adult, you could do it. We will have to get one and try it That's out. That's what we're learning yeah. from this episode. The That's things true. that we couldn't do as children, maybe you can do. Or there are also some things that I could do as a child and I can't fucking begin to do as an adult. <laughs> well, that's... Such as a cartwheel. Oh, yeah. I can still cartwheel. That's like the nice. one thing I got going for me. I don't think I could even good. do a somersault now. And that was oh, like the easy I one. could, but it would set off my vertigo. Speaking of setting off vertigo, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied tapes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Caitlin, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? So I do this running bit on Twitter where I take a usually like a, a new release movie or a movie that's coming out soon. And uh, it ha- the title has to have a very specific uh, formula to it, but I make a joke about it every single time. Here are a few examples. You'll you'll see the pattern. Okay. Um, King the King's Man isn't about a man who was bitten by a radioactive king. <laughs> Apostrophe S. Ugh, <laughs> Hollywood deceived me once again. Um, <laughs> squid Game is not about a game that gets bitten by a radioactive squid. <laughs> Boo! Candyman is not about a man who was bitten by radioactive candy. Tricked again! You know, that kind of thing. That's a good Love bit. It. Great, great bit. No notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are, are there any movies coming out that, like, I mean, can you give us a sneak preview of any uh, upcoming uh, movies that you're going to do the bit for? Oh, you know what? I I have like lost the thread on what is even coming out. But I mean, the Spider-Man movie is out. You could do it for that. Well, I already did. And okay. that, my tweet for that was delighted to report that Spider-Man No Way Home is about a man who was bitten <laughs> by a radioactive spider. Five stars. <laughs> now, has anyone ever responded um in like a Dutch sort of way where they just sort of think you're being serious every once in a while, but most people, most people get the bit or I'll like do it for a movie I haven't seen. 
And then they're like, actually, that kind of is about a thing getting by a <laughs> bitten, bitten by a radioactive other thing. And I'm like, oh well, I stand corrected. But it's so nice that you understood that. Uh, like Dutch is shorthand for like not getting the joke <laughs> online. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think if if you if you looked at annoying replies you've gotten over the years, I would say a, a high percentage of them will be from the Netherlands. Wow, I did not yeah. know that that was a, a thing. Oh, it's a, it's a oh, thing. Oh, it's yeah. a thing. Yeah. yeah. They huh. love 100%. to, uh, yeah, Stefan and I talked about this, but it's been quite a while since we brought up Dutch posting on the show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically, they they're, they love to sort of blow past, um, like, what the a tweet is about or, to correct. Yeah. Like, like, we saw, like, one of the famous examples we used was someone was talking about Notre Dame burning um, and how and how bad it was and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, a Dutch person just was like, actually it's this um, this size like they had gotten the size of notre dame wrong or something oh. like that like it was just like <laughs> yeah. it's like stuff like that where they'll blow by the point of the tweet to correct the thing that you were talking about huh. yeah so if yeah. you see like a van or like a dir in lowercase in the username or the or the display name um and they're correcting you about something that is like that's a premier uh, oh yes. yeah, this, so, so here posting. is here's the exact thing. It's it's really good. So person just wrote horrible hashtag Notre Dame with a picture of the Notre Dame on fire. Then someone replied, for a sense of scale, Notre Dame is 427 feet long, 157 feet wide, and 115 feet high. This is a massive fire. And then Dutch guy. Uh, Europe uses the metric system, so that would be 130 <laughs> meters long, 69 meters wide, and 35 meters high. So it's not even like correcting the, it's it's the same amount. It's just a different, that's so funny. <laughs> Here's oh a question. God. The Lego Notre Dame to scale, what would that be? That's, a, that's an awesome <laughs> question. I'm going to look oh, it up wow. right now. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> they do have, They. I think they have it. Yeah, oh yeah, here we go. This one, it's it's uh, 80 euros, so there's that. Oh, no, wait, that's not even a Lego site. What the fuck? Okay, here we go. I got to see if they... I think you were just making a joke, but I, I thought was, they, yeah, yeah. Okay, You're yeah. sort of Dutch posting about this. I was Dutch fine. posting yeah. a joke. Well, I just thought there was... But there's not actually a Lego Notre Dame. So. Oh, there should be, though. That would there be cool. There should be. They have... Uh, there was, the, but it, it burned down. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, the, they're yeah. all gone. Uh, but Lego raised uh, $10 billion to uh, restore the factory that burned yeah. down. Um, here are the architecture things that Lego does have. They have one just called Singapore. Okay. It just it's seems like downtown to be like a, Singapore. Yeah, just or? like a downtown Singapore. It looks really boring. Taj Mahal, Empire okay. State Building, the mm-hmm. White House, Statue of Liberty, Trafalgar Square, uh, and then Dubai. They have some stadiums as well, I think. They have some sports stadiums. Yeah, and then they've got some city, like, um, like uh, skylines. skylines. Yeah. This uh, is the Lego episode. I love it. Dubai, mm. Tokyo, New York City, Paris, London, and San Francisco. Wow. Excellent. Okay. Missing Sorry. the Netherlands, I'm, I've noticed. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry for stepping on your joke, Caitlin. Now I really feel like a dumbass. <laughs> no, I, it's quite all right. <laughs> It was, yeah. It's okay. Okay. I forgive you. Well, you know, it's like. It's 2022. You know, it's it's fine. Get out of the way just, early. It's really tough to make fun of Dutch posting and then do a, and du- then and then do do a, a Dutch, Dutch post. post. Yeah. But just lean into it and say you were doing it on purpose. It was a bit. 
We can Dan can edit all that stuff out, and you can be like, mm, I was doing no. I was doing the Dutch posting bit. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not no. going to. I'll 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 take the L. Okay, that's good. Sometimes 2022 is about honesty and yes. owning, holding yourself accountable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In 2021, I didn't hold myself accountable for anything. But 2022, yeah. I'm turning John, you're, over. You're a new Dutch league. guy online. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah, you have to shave your head and get into uh, like road bikes. Yes, yeah. I do have to get into road bikes or uh, or and um, F1. You know, Max Verstappen has got to be. Oh, my, that's true. Yeah, my guy. You yeah. Know? So anyway, um, Stefan, so, we're here. You you were so excited for your social media this update. Is, so fi- fire fire it up. When I first saw this post, um, I at, at first I was like, okay, this is a joke. And then I was like, did did like I manifest this somehow? Mm-hmm. And what it is, uh, this is from Richard Karn uh, from Home Improvement and and former host of Family Feud. Uh, and Pen15. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> he is releasing <laughs> Richard Karn NFTs. Uh, Richard Karn FTs. Yeah, I mean, I 100% thought this was a, a bit at first, uh, but this is a legitimate thing. This is from his verified account. Um, it says, Richard Karn, exclusive NFT drop coming soon on this website called Super Fandom. Um, and if, so if you go to the website, what this really does remind me of um, is the Jeremy Renner app that I destroyed. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jeremy. Um, because it's, it's just a list of, so there's a lot of, I think there's, there's some TikTok people. There are some, uh, it looks like some Bollywood celebrities. Um, and then there's like Richard Karn and Jake Busey, uh, as like, as like the big, like TV stars. Um, and they're all releasing their own NFTs. (laughs) And the thing that's very funny about the NFTs specifically, they're not, out yet so they're we don't know what they're going to look like yet necessarily here are the here are the names of the nfts uh i don't think so tim of course tag team golfing tag buddies team. do what's yeah. the tag team one does did you do you well, have a picture of what the nft is no so there's there's no picture of the art yet okay. uh there's golfing buddies family feud and legendary guitar and so what legendary it is, guitar. Yes. So what it is, and this is so fucking stupid. If you collect that, the other four, you get the legendary guitar. Well, so these are all, these are all one of one NFTs. So there's only one being made <laughs> again. I don't know what they're going to look like, but the idea is that you buy the NFT and then you also get like an actual, like physical thing as well. You get like an experience or something too. So I don't think so, Tim. Uh, is you can call Richard and hear his most precious stories from the set of Home Improvement. You can have a friend join you for the call. The call will last for at least 30 minutes and will take place in early 2022. Um, So it's like sort of defeating the purpose of the very stupid purpose of NFTs where you are actually getting some sort of like physical thing with it as well. Um, (laughs) It's it's incredible. Like I, and it's just the phrase Richard Karn NFT, I can already tell it sounds like some sort of like CIA activation phrase, first of all, but it's going to be just like bouncing around my head for the entire year. Um, there's, there's no question. The tag so, team one, John, you were wondering about, uh, says, if you're an actor, get one-on-one coaching on your acting. If you're a movie maker, <laughs> have Richard get creatively involved in your project. This will happen over four personal Zoom calls with Richard. Each call will last at least 40 minutes. Depending on relevance, Richard can also connect you to key people in his network. And what and if you you're not an actor also. or a filmmaker? You just want well, this NFT I think, for some reason. Then I think you would probably get the Family Feud one, 
The holder of this NFT and their friends will play Family Feud with Richard over Zoom. This will happen once a year, twice in total, 2022 and 2023. Each Zoom call will be at least 30 minutes long. Wow. And, you get, and again, you get the NFT as well, which we don't know what it's going to look like or be. And is the golfing one, you get to go golfing with him? You get to go golfing uh, three times with... Uh, three yeah, times? Then, yeah. Dude. Four rounds, got, actually. Four rounds. We got to get that. You I, and I have to go golfing <laughs> with Richard Card. Well, what about the legendary guitar? Because you can get Paul McCartney's guitar that is owned by Richard Carn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry, I'm just looking up who Richard Carn is. <laughs> he was Al Al Borland on Home Improvement. Yeah. Oh, this guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we have sort of a connection with Richard Carn. Um, yeah, for, uh, we, on, we on made him do some cameos for us. We got two oh, cameos nice. from him. Uh, the first one. Uh, was that I was trying to get John to sell me the monster truck grave digger. And I was, and, and John had told me, uh, the context is that John had told me that the only way he would do it is if Richard Karn asked him to do it. Um, <laughs> and so he, he did that one. And then he did a second one. And I, I forget. The, from my perspective where I was like, yeah. tell him I'm never going to sell grave digger. Yeah. Uh, and, and so he, he did, did both, both of those. Wow. Yeah. And they were, they were quite funny. He did a good job with it. But I mean, these NFTs. The I'm movie just... making is interesting to me because I feel like he's never really been in movies. I feel like he's not. No. Like the acting one. Okay, sure. Yeah. You know, he's an actor. He's, he's an actor definitely. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. But like the movie one is very, oh, Richard will give you advice on how to make a movie. But, but well, are no, you thinking we should get a, a one-of-one Richard Carr in NFT so we can go golfing with him? Yes. 100%. Because it says the rounds can take place either in Seattle, LA, New York, or Florida. So we can just go, we can go to Seattle four Dude, times a year. We go golfing. have to do this. Cause the, <laughs> I, I feel like these aren't going to go for that much money. Like I think he's thinking in his mind, uh, there must be a reserve, right? Like there would have to be. I assume there is. Yeah. We're not going to get to go golfing with Richard Karn for $5, but <laughs> well, I didn't think it'd be five <laughs> bucks, but I think like maybe like a grand, like I think maybe in his mind, he's thinking he's going to get like, 25 grand or something like i'm yeah. thinking like maybe if we could get it for a grand okay i think god i mean i don't want to buy a richard car nft but i think I we do. might have to <laughs> i do All right. okay so that's that's the big announcement for hey, blocked party Stephen, we're buying you, a richard car nft yeah you didn't think this was gonna go any other way no i know you're you're right yeah i mean the family feud game would be good too yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll look at both of them, but John, what's, uh, what's going on? In your well, Stefan, just before we get, we roll out of the Richard Karn content, I just yeah. do want to say quickly, uh, they try, they reached Tim Allen for comment. And okay. His comment here we go. was, yeah. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, you've gotten, it just get, gets better every time. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I learned I've gone back now a little bit and I've learned that there are actually two, there's two of that grunt. Caitlin, did you ever watch Home Improvement? It was like on in the background sometimes, but I've never really fully paid attention to it. That's probably for the best. <laughs> um, but what I learned, Stefan, is he has two. So he has one, one that's like, uh, like it's like a, he's questioning like the meaning of existence. And it starts with like a D sound. So it's like, Duh! Like that's right. what he's like, God, he's like, so good every time, you know? Yeah. But then he has a shorter one that mm-hmm. almost starts with like an A sound. And that's a like, what are you talking about? And it's like, okay. Uh-huh? 
Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I think I didn't yeah. know that he had two, but I, yeah. I now that I've been doing the impression, you got them both nailed down. Yeah. I got them both. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, in any case, uh, yeah, Richard Karn NFT. We're doing it. Uh, okay. My social media update. And Caitlin, if you want to get involved, I don't know if you golf, um, but I'll come observe. Thank okay. you. I'll watch. <laughs> Wonderful. Hell yeah. Uh, my social media update is from actually from our friend Chris James. Uh, he hosts the Not Even a Show uh, program, which if you are not familiar with, uh, it's very funny. He prank calls uh, right wing and conservative radio hosts, uh, and he's very, very good at it. And he had a Mother he, Jones article written about him. He, he was did. one of Mother Jones's heroes of the year for his Heroes of the year. <laughs> yeah. Mother Jones. Aren't we blocked by the girl that, or the lady that runs that? Oh, Clara. Dr- yeah, because I think she posted something bad about homeless people and we sort of got into no, it. No, it was the um, Aurora shooting. Oh, right. Where she said that the Joker movie was going to. Yeah, I mean, that was. Yeah, that oh they shouldn't God. release the Joker movie. And then I tweeted at her and then she tweeted back a good time to make your point, which is. Yeah. And then and I then, wrote, you're an idiot yeah. or something. But the article about Chris was good. <clears throat> Great article, but yeah. yes, Chris, if you follow him on Twitter at the CJS, you can go to not even a show on YouTube. Very funny show. Uh, he prank called a radio host called Todd Schnitt. His name is Todd Schnitt. Okay. How do you spell that? S C H N I T T. Okay. And so Chris said, this is Chris tweeted that he thinks this is his best prank ever. And I think this is pretty, uh, I would have I to agree. agree. It's, it's yeah. up there. It's, it's very, very good. Uh, and Dan's going to play it uh, right now. I've actually, I got a question for you that's kind of a joke too. You, you're not going to get in any trouble with the FCC if I say your last name, are you? <laughs> well, no, just make, sh- make sure, Don, that you don't leave the N out. You can, you can say Schnitt, Schnitt all you want. You just can't say uh, my name where you leave the N out because it's the N that makes gotcha. all the difference. Well, hey, yeah. hey, thank, thank fucking God for that. Well, well, you, eh? you, can't, you can't say that. First bomb and I, I had a lead just trying to set me up. <laughs> well, he succeeded. Yeah, it worked. It worked really good. Oh, that is so nice. It's great. It's stuff. just so, it's so simple. And so and simple, perfectly. Yeah. So good. Beautiful. And I also think, I mean, I don't know anything about Todd Schmidt, but my guess is that you could probably swear on his show and it wouldn't really matter. Yeah. I, I like, it seems like right. it's probably his own. It's the, it's his own making. Uh, yeah. yeah. Make sure you don't swear on my show. Anyway, God. we swear so lots good. on the show. Speaking we of do. swearing, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts, Blocktail. Woo! No longer can see that post. It's a Blocktail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a Blocktail. <laughs> All right, Caitlin, I'm pumped for this because you said you have a good. When I told you about the conceit of the show, you said you have a, a very good story for this. So I'm excited. I, I mean. <sighs> We'll see. I'm always like, <laughs> oh, this is good. I I like it, but who knows what other people will think. Um, here it is. My high school blocked me on Twitter because I called them out for being racist. Okay. This okay. is good. Yes. <laughs> wow. So I'll give you a little context here. Uh, I'm from a town called Brookville, Pennsylvania. It's a very small, conservative town in western Pennsylvania. Uh, 
the mask. So there, and then there's like only there's like one school district, the Brookville area school district, um, public school. Uh, again, small. There's like it's a small town, so you know it's it's not that big. Um, our mascot for like the sports teams and stuff is called the Raiders, and it is one of many. It's like similar to a lot of former. Uh, like American sports teams and a lot of other mascots in different like high schools across the country. It is a native American. So yeah. um, basically, and it is, it is still that they haven't changed it uh, since I'm I was confused. in high school. Sorry to interrupt. I just, I'm confused. So the school is called the Raiders. Why would the mascot be, Native so, American. I'm a little confused. So the the school is just called like Brookville Area High School, or like yeah. that's that's my high school. Yeah. yeah. The mascot is called the Raiders. Uh, the implication being that Indigenous people, you oh. know, are going to raid. Oh, I think gosh. I was picturing that's like, even like the NFL that's even team. worse than I thought. Yeah, oh, so I was like just a, trying to figure out how they guy were... or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh god. Okay. So okay. basically, what would happen is Ugh. so like on all of like their sports, like whatever merch and stuff. You know, the mascot is like the head uh, of an indigenous person in like regalia. The at like football games. Okay, some I see guy, it. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some guy. I think it was my like hometown's chief of police which also yikes um <laughs> who is a white guy would just like dress he would uh, appropriate the culture by dressing up in native regalia he would oh. like dance around um Oof. obviously like this is all extremely racist and harmful you know native mascots uh dehumanize indigenous people by using disparaging stereotypes these stereotypes cause significant harm to an already mistreated and marginalized group. Um, the mascots themselves, like the the names, are often a racial slur. Um, for example, like the team that um, is now called the Washington Football Team, but like which I think they're just like sticking with forever now. Which is so <laughs> it's just like, are you so uncreative that if you can't use a racial slur, you're now just like, we're the Washington football team. <laughs> Embarrassing. But um, so a lot of them are like racial slurs or they have like very racist implications in the case of like my team mascot being called the Raiders. Right. So it's just like all this really harmful uh, racist stuff. So I uh, started tweeting at my high school being like, hey, uh, you know your mascot's really racist. Uh, here's a bunch of, bunch of information about it. I sent them, there was a, a few years ago, John Oliver did, had like a clip on last week tonight about, um, again, like the Washington football team and how uh, the owner of that team at that time refused to change the name. I think recently it, uh, I don't remember exactly when, but it, it obviously was changed. Um, and then like the Cleveland Indians also changed their name yeah. um, a couple months ago. Anyway, so I'm like tweeting at them and I do this a few different times over the course of uh, a few weeks and they 
never responded. And then eventually they blocked me. So I'm, you know, just basically calling them out for being racist and like saying like, hey, you really need to change this. And <sighs> here's why. Uh, and then they blocked me. <laughs> so oh my God. just to give you an idea of the type of town I am from. That's wild. I uh, <clears throat> I did some quick Googling. Have you mm. have you have you been up on the gym floor controversy? No, I don't. I don't know what. Or yeah. who is that, that a is. person or is it a floor of a gym? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim Floor, the previous man who wore the mascot suit for yeah. the uh. Brookville area Raiders. Uh, so <clears throat> they've decided to uh, not put the, the. So to give context, Stefan, the mascot. Uh, or not mascot, but the logo looks like the black, very similar to the Chicago Blackhawks logo. It's okay, like a yeah. silo, a silhouette of uh, of a first side Nations, profile, yeah. side mm-hmm. profile of a yeah of a First Nations person or Native American. Um, and so the they they decided in 2020 they needed to replace the gym floor and that they were not going to put the mascot head. Uh, in or the the logo's head in the floor or hmm. on the floor that the the name wasn't going to change and the mascot wasn't going to change just the gym floor wasn't going to have it on there and okay. they're very specific about that in the article the principal says <clears throat> uh, or sorry the superintendent rather yeah it said wanting to avoid possible problems quote down the road. Uh, this is in July 2020. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> members of Brookville Area School Board agreed Monday night that the Raider mascot depicted by an Indian and in, oh, they even say Indian in the article. Okay, okay mm-hmm. sorry. But by a Native American in full headdress should not be placed on the high school gymnasium floor, which is currently being refinished. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Many asked for the board's input for design for center court, offering three possibilities. The traditional chief logo a traditional old English letter B for Brookville or quote something a little more 2020 Uh, (laughs) board member Fred Park said, sometimes I wonder if we give up our tradition and heritage too easily in order to be politically correct. Fred Park is a person and not a park in this case. Fred (laughs) Park is a person. Okay. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, board members expressed concerns that using the mascot could cause problems down the road and opted for the more modern B. They agreed that a spear does not represent any one ethnic group and could be included in a design which will be created by a local teacher or student. And then, uh, of course, uh, a white lady named Pam got very mad about this and they wrote a separate article about her uh, where it says BASD emblem to change, but not mascot. And then it said members of the community pleaded with the Brookville area school board to keep the Indian chief's head as the school district's mascot and logo. The concerns were voiced after last week's announcement at the school board's work session that a new logo was being designed for center court. Pam Ames carried with her a portrait of chief Joseph of the Wallowa band of the Nez Perce tribe. He became known as a peacemaker and humanitarian and many memorials across the nation honor him. She said, Referring to statues and memorials which have recently been defaced and destroyed, she said, we can't keep giving in for everything. Somewhere oh you god. have to draw the line and you have to take a stand. Oh my god. I mean, I'll, I'll just say my favorite thing about that sort of like uh, argument is just like, oh, we need statues to like learn from. No one's ever learned anything from a fucking statue. <laughs> ever. Like Truly even if it was not. like a good statue. I'm not learning anything from it. Oh, there's a statue. There's like a bird on it. It's great. It's there. I'm, I'm going to go somewhere else now. 
Like, oh my God. So this is what you're missing out uh, from, from being blocked by the high school, Caitlin. Darn it. Uh, so yeah but i did discover there is a separate twitter account for the brookville area school district athletics department and i am not blocked by them so i think i have to go on another mission (laughs) (laughs) let's make this happen yeah it's uh it's very funny this is the superintendent was trying to calm everybody down Superintendent Eric May responded by saying, I want to make it clear that at this time we are not getting rid of the mascot. We are the Raiders, the mighty fighting Raiders. What's changing is the emblem at midcourt. So just, so it's just they, the emblem. Just the their solution, because they basically because they're like, oh, people might get up in arms about this later and we don't want to spend money on redoing the floor of the gymnasium. So let's just like, oh my God, but they're still... Oh my gosh, I hate my hometown. <laughs> I hate it so much. Uh, that's really good, yeah. So uh, that's thank you for giving us some insight into your uh, your hometown. And you are the first person in 163 episodes to be blocked by their own high school. So yep. wow. Uh, wow. I would say that that definitely qualifies as a great story. So, con- so congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thanks so my much. high school actually is also just underwent a rebrand. Uh, we, we are actually named after my high school is named after the, the band in our area, the Semiamu. Um, so that was my high school was called Semiamu secondary, but we were the Semiamu totems. Um, mm. and, uh, mm. they decided to change that to the Thunderbirds. So that just happened this past year. Okay. And, uh, and you know, it's, uh, Canada. So people were like, yep, that seems like a pretty good idea. To do. <laughs> oh, and, uh, and then, and then they just did it. <laughs> so, uh, very good stuff. Anyway, we've got a, uh, we've got a listener block here. Uh, this one is from Alexander. Uh, and I, I think it's, it's, it's just more who Alexander was blocked by, uh, impractical joker, James Murray. Uh, okay. so, the, I guess they're kind of in the news. Yeah, they are in so. the news. Joe quit, you know, yeah. so it's a, it's a big thing. Uh, but yeah, this is from Alex. Hey, blocked boys. I'll try to tell this one quick. I took my wife to see the impractical jokers comedy tour. And during the show, they made fun of a dog that Joe had allegedly just adopted. The only problem was that the dog had been in a previous episode of their show and they had an in memoriam for the dog. So after that, when I would see tweets from the Jokers, I would reply with something along the lines of, hey, I'm a big fan. Why did you make fun of Joe's dead dog while pretending that he had just adopted it at your live show? (laughs) I guess eventually James Murray got tired of it and I caught the block. (laughs) One down, three to go, I guess. Well, two to go, really. Yeah, two to go now that Joe's gone. Yeah, well, good block. Great block. (laughs) Thank you for sending that in. Uh, Alexander, if you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. If you want to donate to the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash blockparty, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month, including the conclusion of our paranoia series. Uh, We just did our last episode and, and it was a blast. You can check that out there. And we've got all brand new tiers. Uh, up on the Patreon for 2022. So you can check that out, uh, particularly the $100 club tier where you pay $100 to subscribe for a year. You get all of our bonus content, including some brand new, a six, uh, a six pack of bonus episodes that we're doing called the sexy six. Uh, and you get a cameo from me and Stefan if you uh, donate at the $100 club level. So all the new tiers and all that information is up at, at patreon.com slash block party. We always uh, love and appreciate your support. And if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, you can do so at blocked party pod. 
Uh, Caitlin, we're here at the end of the show, and we always like to finish off the show with a top three. Three, two, one. Trois, deux, un. Uno, 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 uno. Mustard. Three. Socks. Deux. Girlfriends. Uno, 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 uno. All right, so inspired by a conversation we had a little earlier, I'm going to go with top three road trip movies. Ooh. Okay. All right. And then now, do, I sh- do I share mine first? So you oh. go, uh, you'll go number three first and then John will do three and mm-hmm. so we'll go around. But I, I do want to warn you, I don't think I mentioned it. John doesn't really like watch movies. So, but I, I believe in him. I think he can do this. <laughs> I'm going to pull through, baby. I am yeah. going to pull through. Yeah, you got this. So Caitlin, got number three. Number three for me is Little Miss Sunshine. Hmm. Classic. Yeah. That's I, you know I've never actually seen that before. You uh, haven't seen Little Miss Sunshine. No, I've See, never I get seen to do it. I never. I, I never get. You've never seen Little Miss I Sunshine. Know. <laughs> I know. Are you? I fuck, know. Are you fucking crazy? I'm like I the know. guy who hasn't seen like The Godfather. <laughs> are you? Are you crazy? Uh, okay. I have I guess, actually seen The Godfather for the record. I know. I know. Number three. I'm gonna Little go. Little Miss Sunshine is good, man. You should. Watch I know. It. Really I need good. to see it. I should see it. Number three. I'm gonna it's, go with um, Borat. Which I, th- oh. I he's driving around, right? He's yeah. driving around America. Yeah. That's a road trip movie. That's a road trip um, movie. I remember seeing that in theaters in like was it 2006 when it came out or whatever, and just like yeah. losing my mind as like a high school student. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll go with uh, with Borat. Yeah, John. That's a great call. Number three for me, road trip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not just, saving that one till the end. No, I just saw it. It was pretty funny, but it wasn't. um, Yeah, it's not like the best movie I've ever seen or anything like that, but it was an enjoyable way to spend 90 minutes with my fiance. And um, yeah, you know, it was pretty solid. So I'll say I'll say the aforementioned road trip. Love that classic choice. Um, My number two would be Thelma and Louise. Oh, yeah. Great call. Another Mm -hmm. classic. I got to. I don't know. I'm just like, okay, oh, here's the what? thing. Do you think Caitlin, this is a pot. Do you think they die at the, at the end? Yes. Oh gosh. Um, Ooh, I, that's a big I never thing. People debate that, right? I never considered that they didn't. I didn't know about this debate. Maybe they like land in a large lake and they're able to get out of the car because they're in a convertible and then they swim away and then they, yeah. you know, flee and live the rest of their lives. It's possible. Know, in hiding. Um, I love that. It is kind of de- it is very depressing that they uh, it's implied that they die at the end. Um, sorry to spoil a movie from 1991, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everybody. But um, I love the I love a, a, a the theory that they they don't die and they they mm-hmm. escape. Okay, number number two, I'm going to go with uh, Dumb and Dumber. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it for a while, but. I mean, it's just. I bet it's it just holds a, up perfectly. I, I think it. I think for the most part, yeah. Um, but I mean, just the the fact that they're driving like the dog car around mm-hmm. um, is incredible. Um, fun. And yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't really consider it a road trip movie, but it, but it is. They're driving to Aspen, uh, Colorado, I think. So, Dumb and Dumber. That's my number two, John. Well, it's very tempting to go with the. Speaking of Tim Allen. It's very tempting to go with wild hogs, but oh, uh, yeah. I <laughs> I am going to go with a movie I actually brought up earlier in my list, uh, my number two, Detroit Rock City. 
Uh, it's about uh, two teenagers road tripping to a Kiss concert. And uh, I, again, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but I, or well, since I was a teen, but uh, I remember it being very funny and good despite the involvement of the band Kiss. So uh, yeah. So Dan's mad at me now. Are you a Kiss guy, Dan? Yeah, I've, I'm a huge Kiss guy. Really? Yeah, I've they've, I've loved them since I was like four years old. Oh, wow. That was my first concert. I I didn't know anything. I didn't know that you liked Kiss. That's bizarre. Yeah. I feel like that's how it is with Kiss, though. You're either a big Kiss guy or you're or no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm a Kiss guy. Well, I love kissing. <laughs> that's what you're talking about, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, kissing does rock. So uh, it's so Caitlin, fun. <laughs> it's like so fun. Um, what's your number one? My number one, and this it's debatable if you could classify this as a road trip movie, but I will make an argument if I will I will defend this if I need to. Okay. Mad Max Fury Road. Oh. Absolutely road trip movie. They're okay, driving from point A to point B and then and then back to point A. Yeah. They take two trips. Two yeah. trips. Yeah. Love it. That's a road I trip. I mean movie road sure. is in the name. So yeah, I'm just, right? I mean yeah. I haven't seen it, but it seems okay. like now that's a movie gotta see. See it. it is it is so good oh my god i mean it, john it's so good do i need to see it it's like the perfect movie it's so good perfect yeah you do yes you do need to see it all right yeah okay. or you could watch um what's what are the other movies he directed babe as well right george miller yes babe oh and, I love and happy feet and happy feet one and two it's incredible i also, I I mean, also just, like happy feet yeah so that's you know, the guy some, who directed some, Mad Max, directed Happy yeah, Feet. Okay. Yeah. He's I mean, best, that, probably best known for, because he also directed the original Mad Max trilogy. Got yeah. it. So what's he's the, like the Mad Max guy, but then he's what, also, so it's actually weird that he's like, but I'm also the Happy Feet guy. Yeah. <laughs> was was he, what, were the, so I don't know anything about this, but were, were the original Mad Maxes seen as like good? I feel like maybe the first one was, but then the other two weren't. Like I don't remember. Classic, They've right? got a cult like, following. I would say yeah. they're not good. The first one especially is basically like one step above a student film. Like it very clearly has oh. a low budget. It's like not very well made, but it's got like cool world building and like cool costume design and stuff. So people kind of latched onto it. I don't like really any of the original uh, trilogy. Also, like Mel Gibson being in them kind of yeah. spoils. Hasn't aged right. well. Yeah. Right. Is it one of them is called Thunderdome, right? Correct. And then what's yeah. the other one? Uh, Beyond Thunderdome, Road isn't Warrior it? Warrior is one of them, I think. Isn't it? Isn't it Thunderdome and then Beyond Thunderdome, or is that just well, one? It's just one. It's called Beyond Thunderdome. Okay. Um, oh god. Right. The Wasteland. Gosh. Oh, that's the new one. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Mad okay. Max. I'm looking it up here. Is... Yeah. It's just Mad Max two. And then Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Okay. That's okay. it. Yeah. Um, okay. That's a great choice, though. That's a road trip movie for sure. Thank yeah. you. Wonderful choice. Um, I'm going to go with a series of movies, um, but it's The the Trip with uh, Steve Coogan and, and Rob Brydon. Oh, yeah. Are they, yeah. Dri- uh, are they driving in that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They're driving. They're driving and uh, just a very, just pleasant movies. Um, they're driving around eating very nice meals uh, that are filmed very beautifully. And uh, and just doing impressions of like Michael Caine and Mick Jagger, uh, and it's a lot of fun. Just uh, just just pleasant movies. Um, so I'm gonna I can't pick one. I don't think. Um, so I'm gonna go with. There's four of them, I believe. So uh, nice. the Trip series. That's my number one. John. All right, my number one is the Wizard. 
the uh, the wizard. The it's wizard. A great, it's a great movie. Yeah. Well, Dan is like losing his mind. <laughs> the wizard rocks. The I wizard watched it is recently, basically... and it's shit. It's absolute shit. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> No, no, it's like oh, it's got Fred a, Savage. Yeah, it's the it's a basically oh. it's a ninety minute commercial for the Nintendo Power Glove. <laughs> it's basically basically oh, Fred. Oh, Savage. I have seen this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fred Fred Savage is like a. Uh, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so it may very well be horrible. But I can remember like watching it multiple times as a kid and loving it because I was obsessed with video games. But yeah, basically he's like a really gifted Nintendo player, and they're heading to a Nintendo tournament. So the whole movie is like a road trip of like, I think it's him and his older brother, right, Dan? Is that the who's road tripping? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's so it's like him and his older brother and they're driving. Oh, Christian to Slater is in it. Yeah. Is he the older brother? I think so. Yeah. And they're driving to this Nintendo tournament for him to face this big, bad villain who I think his name is Lucas. And uh, he brings out the power glove like in the tournament. And this is like this big like, (laughs) is this an illegal thing that he's using? (laughs) Like he's using the power glove. This is crazy. Um, But yeah, it's uh, I mean, yeah, like Dan said, it probably does stink. But I I, Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times called the film a cynical exploitation film with a lot of commercial plugs and insanely overridden and ineptly film. He later called it one of the worst films of 1989. There you go. That's your number one. Yeah, but the, again, I know, I know. you can I, understand I if, if a movie was like a commercial for Nintendo. Yes, and I'm as a, a kid, kid, you would love it. I, yeah. I loved it. So, yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's terrible, but Bo Bridges is in it too. Christian Slater. Mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire has an uncredited part. It's his first film role. He's there Lucas's go. goon at there a video game tournament. Okay, so. so I was right. His name is Lucas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm going to have to check so this out. So there you go. The, the wizard. wizard. If people want to get mad three. at me, I don't even care. No, uh, I yeah. think people will back you up on it. <laughs> uh, yes. Great top three, Caitlin. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for being here. It was a, a pleasure to have thank you on you the show. Thank you so much uh, for having me. Before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Well, it being a social media podcast, I'll plug some social media, such as my Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Caitlin Durante. You can also check out my podcast called The Bechtel Cast. It is an examination of movies through a feminist lens. There you go. Excellent. With, with Jamie uh, Loftus. With, with Jamie, Jamie Loftus, past guest. guest on this show. And uh, yeah, it's a great show. So check it out. Check out the Bechtel cast. Follow Caitlin. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Block Party Pod. Again, you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash Block Party. And we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>